And it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the Call Me By Your Game. Welcome to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. This is your host, aka your coach, Connor McCabe, here bringing back an old special favorite. It is once again that time of the year. And sure, we took the year off that was more normal than 2020, uh, but we're bringing back a series favorite, the Call Me By Your Ball Game series, where I'm going to sit down with a few friends throughout the summer, throughout uh, the baseball season, and discuss uh, four standout games in my eyes uh, featuring uh, America's pastime, the sport of baseball. Uh, So this is going to be a little different than the normal Call Me By Your Game episode, uh, but it's going to feature a lot of the same elements of nostalgia, remembering what we loved about a game, and uh, just talking about what made it great, and of course, a fantastic freaking guest or two each episode. On this one, um, I'm going to be joined by one person, and I'll introduce him uh, in just a little bit. I'll call him out of the bullpen, and he's going to have his classic uh, sinker and his classic stinker ready to go from that right arm. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping up top uh is that if you want to support us you can do that in a few ways check us out on social media first and foremost uh you can follow us on instagram at call me by your game pod and on twitter at call me by your game but there's just one y on the uh twitter username so that's b-y-o-u-r you can also support the show by leaving us a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts and if you listen to the show and you like it and you haven't done that yet uh, consider doing so. Let us know what your favorite episode is, maybe a favorite moment, or even what you just love about this charming guest that we have today. Uh, you can share the show with a friend, whether they love video games uh, or this game specifically. Uh, and then lastly, consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, when we started the series way back in the day, we didn't even have one, uh, but now we do. We're over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. And there's a lot more than call me by your game there. I'll tell you that there's uh, shows from the creators of video games, a comedy show inside video games and gaming and the reactivators, um, including a monthly uh, group episode of the show where I sit down with a panel of people to discuss a meaningful game to all of us. Those are the co-op episodes and coming up next week will be the, the next one. Um, it's all about Portal 2, so that's going to be on at the $10 DJ Toad tier, again, at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. And that'll do it for the intro of the show. And this starting pitcher is getting a little tired. You know, I, as the coach, I don't want to let him, him being me, go too long. Yes, I am a player coach, uh, but I can see I'm a little on the ropes here, so I'll bring in uh, our bullpen ace out there, our uh, fireman, as you will. So please welcome back. Who's only been, who I bring back for the baseball series, uh, Mr. Alex Bernard. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I I really am uh, a bullpen specialist. I come on for the baseball games, for the righties. I don't come on for the lefties, the general games. <laughs> I is true. am just here to talk baseball. The fact that it's a video game is purely coincidental. Yes. Um, this is great. Thanks for having me back, man. Hey, you bet. Um, the last time you were here, it's 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 been – I was going to say a year and a half, but it's actually closer to two years. I believe wow. that the Backyard Baseball 2001 episode that we did with friend of the show, Eddie Martin, was like either September or October of uh, 2020. Um, and that was so much fun. Uh, I've like gone yeah. back and listened to it just to hear a fun discussion about one of my favorite games of all time. And I knew that you had played this game. I don't know how it even came up before. Um, 
I think I posted about it on my Instagram a while back yeah. when I got it. That that seems to be a way that people notice stuff. Yeah, and I, and I DM saying we had to play it and as we still soon as possible. Have it. And we still have it. <laughs> and you were even over uh, eight days ago. You were at my uh, apartment and we didn't even play it. No, well, there's so much to do, Connor. We're we're Renaissance men. We're you know we we're really hanging are. out. Sometimes we watch a sketch. Sometimes we watch a couple <laughs> different sketches. Sometimes, Sometimes we, we watch an entire channel of them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Shout out to Big Grande. Of course. Uh, my personal favorite from that, I think I I was telling you, um, or maybe I didn't say it. It's either the uh, the the demon that's like not as bad as the regular guy one, or the one where they. Just cast Rosenberg as the gross guy in the movie. <laughs> I love those. Uh, did you have a personal favorite from the ones we watched? I think I might I, know it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always quoting the funeral one. Yeah, and and Tarver's <laughs> uh, four minute um, monologue about losing his son is to... my boy. Is my, my boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gets more Italian as the sketch goes on. Um, uh, so. Yeah, we got to hang out recently. We're gonna play this game. Maybe the next time you're in town, I'll yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have to have you back. We'll watch it. We'll of course find an excuse to watch a sporting event as we do. Um, yeah. And then uh, yeah, we'll play this game. The game we're gonna be discussing in a little bit. Uh, the first of the series, one of four that we're covering this summer, is Mario Superstar Baseball for the GameCube. The first in the Mario Baseball series, first of two that would ever come out. Um, <laughs> And I'm, I'm really excited to get into it, but a little before we do, uh, I want Alex and I are just going to talk a little bit about baseball up top. Um, on the last episode, uh, we talked about your fandom, but just in case the listener is new um, since uh, you know October or whatever it was, 2020, tell me a little yeah. bit about your just like history with baseball. I know you played it. I know you're a fan of at least a team. You got yeah. a you got an Isotopes hat on. Like, what's what's baseball mean to you, well, Mister Bernard? I got. I got my Albuquerque Isotopes hat on, Triple uh, A team for the Colorado Rockies. Real fan. Um, well, I just went to a couple Rockies games because I'm visiting my sister in Denver. And listen, I, I can't as a as a fair weather Dodgers fan, I cannot in good conscience support the Rockies. Yes. So I bought their <laughs> I bought their Triple A team hat because uh, I thought that would be nice. And also, it's the Simpsons team name, so got me an Isotopes hat. But I but I am a Tigers fan. Um, pe- people who are watching right now, meaning Connor, can see that I <laughs> have my uh, Tigers crew neck on. A lovely uh, uh, retro Detroit Tigers. It's it's the one with the tiger that looks like he's done a ton of drugs. He, like his eyes he, are whacked out. He looks like he just got caught doing drugs, <laughs> yes. and he doesn't know he doesn't know how serious the crime is. No, he's not ready for it. Um, but because you, uh, you're from the uh, you're from Michigan, what town are you from? From Clinton Township, Michigan. It's called uh, it's Clinton Township. Clinton, Clinton as in Hillary Township. Township and as in Township. Township as in Bill, and um, yeah, I like you like you kind of said. I uh, I think I have cat hair in my mouth. Uh, like you said, um, I have been playing baseball and obsessed with baseball since I was four or five years old uh, when I started out playing on the Arizona Diamondbacks in my little league system. Oh, yeah. Uh, Was it the purple Diamondbacks uniforms at the time? It had to be, right? Yeah, it was a purple. I think we had nice white uniforms that said Diamondbacks and then a purple hat. 
Um, but I played in the Diamondbacks for a while, then eventually moved over to the Mariners. Um, yeah, staying on the West Coast. I have a question about that. Yeah. In your little league that you played in, was it just like season to season you would your team would just change or it would be like, oh, no, the dad, this dad in this age group coaches the Diamondbacks? And then that's how did it work? I think when you're young, it's like you just kind of get put on whatever team. Yeah. And then when you get a little older, like the drama starts. Yes. And it starts to be like, well, like I, I don't – I'm just going to make up a coach name. But it's like, well, Coach Joe is coaching uh, the Indians, the for- formerly known as the Indians. Yes. Um, and that's the good team. That's the, that's the best mm-hmm. team you want to be on. But all my friends are on the Mariners. Uh, and so it's like, uh, I want to be, on, I want to be on the Indians cause I want to win. Yeah. But I also, uh, you know, I, I want to go play with my buddies on the Mariners too. Um, and so I think like it from season to season, you can like, as you get older and you get a little bit better, you can start like requesting what team yes. to be on. Um, and then like, but, but usually you end up staying with the same group of guys oh, okay. for a couple of years. And so I think it like, at least within the little league system, which is like two years at that age feels like a 15 year career. It really does. It's like you, you start to develop the personality around your team Uh and you start to be like, well, we're, we're the big dogs. And like, they're, we all, everybody's coming for us. Like we're, we got a target (laughs) on our back or it's like, um, and so, yeah. So I had a long history in little league of, yes, uh, of those kinds of dynamics awesome but you and you yeah. continued to play through high school right yeah i played on high, played in high school for a couple years um then i did not make my varsity team um, how were they that good i don't think was we were also political <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely political it was definitely but i was i was outspoken about a lot of things you know i blew the whistle a few times it is what it is oh, yeah. um i think i mean Listen, it's a whole nother podcast for me to complain about getting cut yes. from varsity baseball. Uh, but yeah, I so I ended up staying on travel ball, but like running track and cross country oh, in school. Cool. Um, however, I like had kind of lost my love for the game. Yeah. Um, because you're just playing it like every single week, like when you're serious about it. And as a pitcher, you're like so much of it is mechanics based and um like even more so now obviously Mm -hmm. i can't even imagine having fun playing baseball like (laughs) with like the the advanced analytics that go into pitching yeah um but i think at some point it stopped being a game for me and i was just like riding the bench of this travel squad and everyone around me was about to go play in college and uh, was like chewing tobacco on the bench, <laughs> and I was just kind of like, I, I remember like not playing for like six straight games, and then one of the dads being because I was about to go to the University of Michigan, and one of yeah. the dads being like, "Oh, you should try to walk on there. You should try to get like yeah. be a walk on on the team." I was like, "Why? Why would I ever, <laughs> ever do that?" Uh, and so I took a few years off from baseball after that, where I just kind of like fell out of love with the sport. Yeah, and didn't watch Major League Baseball as much. Um, and then I like recently really got back into it mm. and got back into playing baseball video games and fantasy baseball, yeah. uh, watching the Tigers every now and then. Um, 
So yeah, so it's been a it's been a long and winding road with baseball. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, yeah. So uh, a couple questions for you. Um, like I, we maybe talked about this before, but you've obviously played backyard baseball two thousand one at least. What are some other uh, baseball video games that you've played? Did you ever play the Bigs? I don't know if I played it, but I know it. That was sort of the like NFL Blitz equivalent, right? Yeah. Yes. That was like where, that was like right, either in the middle or at the end of the steroid era. Yes. <laughs> and they came out with this video game that absolutely must be you must play. And then you must do on the show. Um, oh, yes. I was thinking about it, that, possibly. It's a great one. It is so fun and so insane. It's like a game where every single player in the game is on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like, you will, they have like power ups and you can hit the ball so hard that you destroy a scoreboard at these, like, <laughs> real life stadiums. And it's like, it's just. It really is like what baseball almost was yeah. following the 1990s. It was on that path. Yeah. It's just an alternate telling of history. <laughs> it, it's it's so, so fun. Um, but I love baseball video games because I think no other sports video game really lets you like relish in the stats oh, of the video yeah. game the way a baseball video game does. Mm. And like because like the game can be so contained – the flow of it doesn't seem as wonky in yeah. gameplay. You just need the pitcher to look like they're pitching mm-hmm. and for the ball to just like go off the bat in a semi-realistic way. Yeah. And so I, I really get, I played MLB the show, um, would play both of the, both entries in the super Mario baseball, yes. uh, canon. Um, but yeah, I, I think I told you this. I remember playing MLB the show. Do you ever play road to the show? No, that that's game. you have your own player, right? So you have your own player. You start lower in the minor leagues. You start in double A mm. ball. Ooh. Uh, so I was with the Erie Seawolves in the Tiger system. And staying started... on some pastor's couch. Exactly. <laughs> You're, you, you do put, play the part of the game where you have to work a second job to make ends meet because <laughs> the minor league salaries are so low. Of, of course. <laughs> there, there was a point in the game where we went on strike demanding better wages. <laughs> Lost. Um, we lost we lost convincingly <laughs> um but uh yeah so i i remember like starting with the easy wolves doing really well getting called up to toledo triple a which is one one stop one spot short of the majors mm. for anyone who's listening and you're you just like are languishing in, in the minors for like months and months and months and then eventually i got the call up to the tigers Oh. And I was like, I, I finally get to go play in the majors. This is going to be so difficult. I'm so excited. And I went to my calendar to simulate to the, my next appearance on the Tigers. And four days passed. And then they said, you've been sent back down to Toledo <laughs> without playing a single <laughs> inning for Detroit. That's, that sucks. <laughs> it was it, – I really learned a lesson that sports is a business. You know, you are – you're just a set of statistics – the they show don't is care like about you. the developers of the show are like we we really got to make it realistic, and not everyone's even going to make it to the show in this yeah. <laughs> the, in our game called Road to the Show. I mean, what's what was most depressing is I bought uh, my parents' tickets to go to that series against Minnesota when I was supposed to be called up, and then obviously it didn't happen, <laughs> and so they 
They were just like weird. They were just going to these games waiting for their son to get something. Just like not just texting you while you're not there. Just like, what's going on? Are you going to, are you going to get in? What's going on? Game sure gets a lot more uh, in depth than I would have expected with that feature. (laughs) Which, and how, when do you think you were playing this show? It wasn't like the new version, was it? No, I think though the new version still has the that stuff in it. Yes. Um, I haven't played it in a while though, just because it's so like tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, I think in a good way. But it, it, I think this was this had to have been in like high school mm, okay. or co- college mm. that I played this. It was only one year because I think I was so disenfranchised <laughs> with the experience that I gave it up and just started like coaching a high school team. Yeah, <laughs> within the video game. Um, but yeah, I think I think it must have been high school or college. Okay, and then, I mean, unless there's been anything else, you were telling I was. Did I motivate you to get uh, Super Mega Baseball Three? Was that a recommendation by me, or yeah, did that you was just you. find it? No, that was you. That was you because you had yes! me play it yes! over at your place. Oh yeah, last I think that was probably last summer. Um, yeah. Okay, and what did you think of that game? I love it. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm obsessed with the another one that must be done on this show. Um, we I'm actually a, we covered it in the last uh, series of four two two years ago. Oh, really? I'll send Super it to Mega you. Baseball Three. Yeah, it had oh. just it had come out that summer, and Greg Smith and Ben Wheat Martian joined me for it. It was a blast. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I bet that was a great episode. It was. I'll I'll send it to you. We had someone actually join our Patreon because they looked up podcasts about that game. Uh, listened to the preview that I put out there, which was like 30 or 45 minutes and wanted to hear the rest and just signed up for, and just that's subscribed. Awesome. Yeah. So I was like, Hey, that's exactly the whole point of the Patreon or the, the previews. So, uh, so sh- I can't remember what patron it was. So shout out to you for doing that. Um, but, uh, anyway, I'm glad and you, cr- you did a bunch of the customization like I did, right? Yeah. I, I think it's like, it's the best part of the game. I it's love so to like, I loved being able to like create the league and being able to decide how many teams and how many playoff teams. The, I don't know if I told you this. The new league that I'm doing there is I'm doing – I did a 32-team league with eight divisions of four, mm. but it's a 16-game season. Oh, okay. And so it's really fast, and then it's 16 teams make the playoffs, and it's all single elimination. And so it is like the fastest possible season. Wow. It's the least forgiving. It's basically <laughs> like an NFL schedule. Um, and so it makes – I did that because I was like I wanted the, the seasons to go by faster. Mm-hmm. So I would care less if like – I didn't want to play 200 games and then lose in the playoffs. Seriously, yeah. Like, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. Um, but it has made every single game feel much more consequential. Yeah, I can imagine. And stressful, you know. But it's great. I love. I love it. I love uh, my players. I love Piper McUtters. Oh, I love Piper. Piper. I love Twist Rocket. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Heathcliff Sardines. And these are all cu- the some of the custom names that they come with, right? Yeah, I would just. I always randomize their names until I find one that really feels like this is it. This that's, is this is what we're looking for. That's a blast. That game is truly endless fun. If you want it to be, uh, I. I played it a little bit last summer, but I really just mostly got my fill summer 2020 where I played a, a full season and then I played like half of another season with a with a team that I think I told you I fully customized uh, yeah. with 
that made like thirty characters from the backyard baseball series of the 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 custom kids or yeah the backyard the melon kids. heads. Yep, the melon heads. It was great. Uh, um, anyway, uh, that's a thank you for walking us through a little bit more of your history of uh, you know baseball games uh, that you've played and you know your history with the sport yeah. in general. Um, but why don't we just get into it? We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Mario Superstar Baseball today. Um, yes. Just in case um, the listener's not aware, I'm going to go through just a little bit of a, of a Wikipedia entry to give you an idea of what it is. And Alex and I will dive into anything we really want about it. And we're even going to cut to Alex for a couple of uh, fun segments uh, at some point as well. <laughs> um, but yeah. um, for those of you who don't know, Mario Superstar Baseball is a 2005 baseball video game developed by Namco and published by Nintendo for the GameCube. Uh, the game was created in the vein of the other Mario sports games, such as Mario Golf, Toadstool Tour, and Mario Power Tennis. Uh, a sequel, Mario Power, or excuse me, Mario Super Sluggers, was released for the Wii in 2008. And you said that you got to play this one a little bit, right? The Wii version? Yeah. Yeah, I Did played this have it motion a controls. Lot. Yeah, you could swing the Wii remote okay. and it would be the bat. How did that feel? Did it feel like it worked well? Because I loved it for Wii Sports, but Wii Sports also is good at distilling it down to the most simple version of the sport. Yeah. Yeah, where you don't even field. No, not um, at all. It just does it for you. <laughs> yeah. Or run. Um, yeah, I think I remember liking it. It's mm-hmm. also entirely possible. I just switched to a GameCube controller. Sure. Yes. Halfway through because it was like, I was like, oh my God, I can play this exact same game without having to throw out my arm. Yeah. I did it happily. <laughs> yes. Um, that was a great game. Though. Cool. Their update was really awesome. Gosh. Uh, I would love to play it someday. I'll probably have to get it for the Wii at some point um, because I'm a sucker for baseball games and the Mario sports games are usually pretty great um the gamecube was uh this isn't well i'll get to it in a second but i'll finish off this little wikipedia entry uh gameplay in superstar baseball mainly focuses on the player assuming the role of many mario series characters to challenge any opposing teams compatible in the challenge mode which is uh the honestly the meat and potatoes of this game where you will choose one of a handful of uh, starter teams, whether it's like the Mario Sunshines, uh, there, there's Peach's team, um, there's Yoshi's team, DK has a team. Uh, there's a bunch of people you can choose. And as you go through the season, um, you're challenging these teams to not only beat them, but to recruit their players. So as you go through the mode, you are uh, building your roster, you're adding people to your pool of selectable players and the final is against uh bowser of course um trying to win this cup mode um other playable modes include the exhibition mode just for a single baseball game mini games so the player must complete a certain mission a common power up uh in the game is a charged swing so you can charge up your swings you can also charge up uh your pitches and you have special pitches and and swings as well um and the game uh, received generally favorable reviews from critics, gaining an, an 8 out of 10 from GameSpot. I feel like I see just – I was looking at some of the reviews earlier. A lot of 8s and 7s out of 10s, and meaning it's not spectacular in a lot of people's eyes, but pretty great. I would say 
Alex, that um, for me, the thing that, well, there's a couple things that I love about this game that I think stand out first and foremost. The first, which is just so obvious because it's the coat of paint on it, is uh, the Mario personality and the flavor yeah. of the of the Mushroom Kingdom and, and how not just like having them in the game, but how they each sort of operate both in their like abilities, but like how they swing, how they throw and all that. Uh, you like a, you like a Mario from, from and you, you've played a plenty of Mario games. You even played a uh, strikers, right? For the, for the GameCube as well. Yeah. I'm a huge Mario sports fan. I think Nintendo does such a good job at like finding the parts of the game that are fun mm-hmm. and emphasizing them yes and exploiting them with like their characters like abilities like and, yeah and mythos yes um where it's like they're like every single time they put together a sports game they're like yoshi's tongue is important <laughs> like we must yoshi's tongue has to be is a central part of his character it's important in tennis it's important in soccer um and I think they just do a, such a good job making these games clean mm-hmm. and simple um, while feeling like you can play it in a few different ways. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's why Mario Baseball is so special to me because I think it is probably most dependent on each person's personality out of any of the sports games. Interesting. I, I think I've I've definitely noticed that you know, I'm thinking of like golf and I really like the Mario golf series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mostly, I'll, I'll admit most of my time with them have been with strangely, well, the N64 version is the one I played the most, uh, yeah. which is the first one. I also played the Game Boy Color version, which came out at the same time. Toadstool Tour is apparently the best game in the series. Have you played Toadstool Tour on the GameCube? Uh, I may have, but I don't really remember. It's... It's the high watermark of the series, I think. But even just thinking about those games or or tennis, um, and tennis is great as well. Yeah, this one, it feels like whether it's like, of course, in those games, they have their specific abilities. Classically, like Bowser and DK will be heavy type characters with powerful shots, <laughs> yeah. but they're slower or they maybe have more of like a slice to their golf shot. Yeah. Uh, but this game, yeah, it's, it's like... Maybe it's because they're out in the field just moving around a lot more than like a golf. But I, I get that sense too. You you see their personality on display a lot more for whatever reason. Yeah. And you like Mario has his fireball pitch. And yeah. um, like it's not, like I really set myself up to name a bunch of others, but I honestly only remember the fireball pitch. <laughs> um, but it's like you have like you have each of them like they each feel like they have a specialty mm-hmm. and you feel like Nintendo really sat down and had like 10 meetings where they were like, all right, peach, what's her best position? Yeah. Like what is the position for her personality and how can we make her attributes like fit that? I, I also like the idea of just being like, is Wario good at fielding? Yeah. Pitches? What do we think? <laughs> do you think he can grab a ground ball if need be? Um, and I think like that kind of, because you kind of have to go character by character and like address all of these different facets of their game, it, it really, it rounds them out really well. And it makes it feel like 
every single time you put in a new character, you're getting something completely different. I'm with you. And I will even say, of course, it's way more fun to be using a lot of like the big popular, more unique Mario characters like like the Mario Brothers, like Peach, Yoshi, Bowser, yeah. the 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 filler characters like the Koopas, no offense Koopas, the Piantas, the little shell guys that are also <laughs> from Isle Delfino, which again, I love that. I haven't said this yet, but I love that there's so much of Mario Sunshine that is sprinkled in this game because of the era it was made. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, the filler characters are, they're a little boring, but they even sort of have their own uh, specialty. Like when you play through this game from the beginning, like you're doing the challenge mode, whatever team you select, it's not, you're not going to have like a roster of the Mario mainstays. You're going to have like two or three of them. And then you're going to have a bunch of Koopas or Goombas or or who yeah. knows what. And so I – because I just started a new run yesterday and there's – I don't know if it's become I'm a, because I'm a baseball nerd and I will m- make it work. But I had a lot of fun even forming like my lineup being like, ooh, do I want to try my chance with this little tiny shell guy hitting like <laughs> second between the Mario brothers? Like, are they going to be clutch for me or, or not? Yeah. Um, so yeah, even, I mean, of course our classic characters are, they have just brought so much personality in this game. Um, but even like the little guys are, they're fun too. But of course, by the, once you start recruiting players, they go by the wayside and I'm not really, not really using them much. Yeah, usually Green Noki doesn't make it to my last game of the season. <laughs> no. At that point, Green Noki is in Toledo trying to work. Oh, yes. And his, his parents are way back up. Yeah. His, Mr. and Mrs. Noki, Green Noki are like at the game buying tickets to see him that weekend. And then we come full circle. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. No, after you. No, I, I think uh, you're right, though. And I like that. That I was gonna say that's one of my favorite aspects of playing the game and I, like in playing the challenge mode is picking your team to start with mm-hmm. and then slowly acquiring people. Yes. And being like, okay, I beat DK's team. Like, how am I gonna use DK? Yeah. In my lineup. And um and and like seeing your your team improve. And it I think it just like teaches you so much about the skill, the skills of those players, and then also like just makes you want to go play exhibition mode. Yes, absolutely. I there were there were characters that you would get like I think you bringing up DK is is interesting because DK like uses his fist as his bat. Um, yeah, a doesn't use a fist. Yes, for whatever reason, is putting on a and I don't. I mean, I should know as like a Nintendo kid. But I don't understand what that's about. Like, why is he not just using like a big banana or like a bat like everybody else? Um, But I like it because it it adds something. It makes me think like it also feels like his bat doesn't have as much uh, area coverage. So you have to be really accurate when swinging. Well, his fist is one big sweet spot. His barrel percentage is absolutely out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Every D- time DK puts the ball in play, it's a line drive in the gap or a home run. DK is the is a three true outcomes player. That's for sure. Truly in the batter's truly. box. Um, he is he is CJ Crone. He oh my gosh, he's having a big year. Did he have a? Yeah. Did you get to watch him hit any homers this weekend? 
I think I thought he hit one. I think he, he hit have. one this weekend. Yeah. Um, he, speaking of the um, just like the the personality in this game, I I one thing I really appreciate is how deep the roster is of Mario characters. Since you know we've been talking about the yeah. Mario ness of this so much, um, I like. Unfortunately, I've noticed about a lot of the newer sports games um, from Nintendo with the Mario sports games, they're skimping a little bit on the yeah. character roster. I think I, I had a, someone telling me who got strikers that – and of course, this will probably change. They'll probably come out with more characters. I think there's something like 10 playable characters in that game, which yeah, really – which really stinks. <laughs> That's not a lot. Like I'm watching, I have a, haven't told you this yet, but I just have like a long play of Mario baseball just up on my other I, monitor that I'm, I was like, watching that earlier. Yes? I, I think I was watching the exact same video earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so first of all, this came out last May and has like 150,000 views. Uh, but there are so many characters. There's dry bones. There's Bowser. Piantas of a bunch of color, the little gnocchis. There's Mario, Monty, Mole, Birdo, Peach, Daisy. Like the the roster is yeah. so deep, and uh, yeah, it just it just allows for so much of the Mario Kingdom to uh, be featured, and I love that. And the fields, of course, are you know tailored to specific characters, like uh, the Donkey Kong stage. Like has hazards yeah. in the middle of the field where like if you I think if you hit a ball to the outfield, like a barrel will just come rolling towards an outfielder and, <laughs> and you, you will get flattened if yeah. you don't throw the ball in time. In fact, you could still throw it, but it'll flatten you. Uh, there's just a lot of the Mushroom Kingdom's personality that I really like here. Uh, oh, so, don't forget uh, Boomerang Bro. Boomerang Bro. Uh, is Firebro in this one too? I think. I think Firebro yeah, is. Yeah, Firebro is. It's like they. It's not just like. Um, it's not just the mainstays. Yes. Like you said, it's like there's such creativity when they're looking at every character. Where they're like, uh-huh. how can we make it feel like there are a lot of options? Like, I was even looking. I'm looking at the stats right now, and even between the different colored toads, they're like, well. Yellow Toad is a slightly better pitcher than Blue Toad. Yeah. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason for that to be true, but it's something that they put in the game. Yes. Um, but I think you're right. Like, I've been playing Mario Kart a lot recently, mm. um, and you haven't done Mario Kart Deluxe yet, have you? I I got it when it first came out for Switch, but I haven't played it in a while, um, and I haven't gotten to, like, new tracks. Oh, okay. But I've played this um, Mario Kart eight deluxe a bunch well i mean have you done you haven't done it on the podcast yet have you no we haven't talked about it at all that well that'll be a four and a half hour podcast yes whenever you do it <laughs> with like a 10 person round table totally um but in that they don't have like birdo in the game oh Birdo's but they have like they have like oh. inkling boy is in yeah. the game and like there's Link. like villagers, villa, yeah. Link is in the game. Animal Crossing characters are in the game, but Birdo, who I believe is like a team captain in Mario Baseball, is just like in inex- maybe not actually. I'm I think not we, sure. I Hold think on. Birdo's on Yoshi's team. Um, but who? But still, well, no, no. So then, but if you play in, but if you play in exhibition mode, 
you and you pick Birdo as your captain. Mm. Your team is named after Birdo. Oh, cool. Um, so it's like she's one of like the co-captains. Oh, okay. That you can play with. Yes. I have like a whole grid of team names pulled up right now. Because they change as you like get different characters, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So you can either be Birdo Beauties, Ooh. Birdo Models, Birdo Bows, or Birdo Fans. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was weighted. But, and yet, not present in Mario Kart. No. For just reason. forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And this is, I mean, I don't know. This era of sports games, too. The GameCube really feels like. I mean, uh, this is bias, I know, but the GameCube feels like the high water mark of where they fine not only like fine tuned uh, the gameplay aspect of all the sports games, really to a very high degree, but uh, they went all out with it. Um, even yeah. though you know, I say that, and like I-, I made sure to go through the modes yesterday to make sure I didn't miss anything outside of the challenge mode. That's there's really not a lot that the game offers there are some mini games that are some are fun i think some are pretty pretty basic don't have a lot of uh don't have a lot to them exhibition's great because i mean that's how you're going to play with friends of course um but i mean really outside of a lot of that it's the but i will say the challenge mode goes a long way and it's fun and you can play it yeah on you can start on easy and go all the way through the special cup which is really hard um It's it's fantastic. But I do think you bring up a good point because I think Nintendo tends to make really kind of um what's the right word? Like bare bones sports games. At least um, lately. That don't they don't but like Mario Kart doesn't have that much going on. Like it has like all the Grand Prix and all the different speeds. Mm-hmm. But um my buddy and I have long been advocating for like a franchise Mario Kart mode where you're like, where it's like a season of Mario Kart or something. And Oh, that's uh, fine. You you have to do like, you have to race at every track and like, it's like basically the NASCAR scoring. That's a really fun twist that I feel like they would never do, but would give a little life to the series. Yeah. But they, I would, I would play that endlessly. Yeah. Um, but I think they're really, they really understand what their games are going to be used for. Mm-hmm. And they understand that when they sell you Mario Kart or Mario Baseball or uh, tennis, that it's going to be used at parties and hanging out with people. Yeah. And it's funny to, when I, like, cause like you said, when I was going through this game and looking at the modes, I kept expecting there to be one other thing. Yeah. And I just kept wondering, like, what was I playing for so long yes. back then? And I guess it was a combination of challenge mode and just my friend coming over uh-huh. and playing with him constantly. And so I never noticed that it was a bare bones game mm. because I, I was completely their demographic. Truly. That they were selling towards. And you just ate up the little that you had there. I'm such a little corporation boy. I'm such a little corporation boy. I just eat it up. I eat up what what they want me to consume. Aren't we both? Please, oh. Mr. Nintendo. Uh, yeah, that's more. Yeah, this the the Marioness of this, uh it really brings a lot. Um there's one other thing I wanted to bring up, which there's honestly so much we could talk about, 
in this game. Yeah. I have I actually have like I want to talk about the gameplay and the baseballness of it next. Yeah. But the something that really funny to me is the there's a whole opening cinematic which they have also in front of <laughs> Toadstool Tour. They have an, an original like cinematic as yeah. well. They might even have one for uh, te- the tennis game on the GameCube, but. It's just full of, you know, Nintendo personality, all the Mario characters doing their thing. And there's a song to it that I don't know if you got to listen to it, but Bernard, but I think the lyrics go something along the lines of, let's play the baseball game. Yes, yes. And it's so bad and cheesy, but I do love it. And I'll put a link in the show notes to like, I don't know, a video that at least has the song. Maybe I can just find the song isolated. Uh, so people can listen, but it's it's very much reads of someone who doesn't know baseball writing a song for it. <laughs> it is it is so great. It is there like, can we get the words baseball game into our opening song somehow? Yeah. And the songwriter was like, I think I can fit it in. Yes. <laughs> I think I have a way to fit it in. Here's my question for you about that opening. Yeah. Is what is the reality of this world? What is going on? So, it because this happens at the beginning of every single sports game. Yes. Where it is like, there is, Mario and Luigi are playing catch in the stadium, in Mario Stadium, which has clearly already been built. Yeah. And constructed. Uh with assuming i assume mario's the coins that mario has collected <laughs> that over would check out <laughs> yeah and not only that so then it's it does feel like every other main character who has also amassed coins over years has built stadiums everyone's to, just to, filthy rich they're all rich well at this point they're all rich they've yeah. all this almost feels like it takes place in the real world and like that they're benefiting off of their video game sets. <laughs> actually yeah um, and it feels like they've all built stadiums to varying successes. Like some of them are not like DKs is, and Wario's are not as successfully mm-hmm. built. Yoshi's is just a backyard. Yes. And, but it feels like in every sports video game, it's like Mario got into it, invested in a sport really early on that nobody in the mushroom kingdom thought would be popular. And then Bowser is basically like Bowser basically feels like, the private equity firm that yeah. comes in and starts buying up teams in yes. that sport and then has to prove to Mario that he's the best at it. Is that is that your reading on what's going on in this world? I can't say that it's my exact reading, but I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the question it brings up to me, especially watching that cinematic, is like, Anytime they do one of these sports games, it's so funny because the majority of the time we see Mario and friends, they're like trying to save Princess Peach from being kidnapped from Bowser or something along those lines. So they're on like a life or death mission uh, going up against the craziest platforming challenges, going up against just enemies out to slit their throat. But here we are in the Mushroom Kingdom just playing a nice game of America's yeah. <laughs> pastime, just a little baseball. Or, or they're uh, hitting a back nine with yeah. Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, you know what, Bowser? Uh, you know what? We'll give you a mulligan. We're not going to count it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. After, you know what? 
are we are we ignoring years of kidnapping and uh, sexual harassment by him? Yes, we are. But uh, yeah. gosh, so I don't know. Anytime you they put these guys at like a Mario Sports, the, the world in a sports game, it's it's hilarious. But I, I love it. I love that it breaks that reality. There, it's the best. It's uh, the best. Um, uh, the another thing, like I was telling you, I want to talk about is uh, the gameplay in this. And I know you haven't gotten to necessarily play it recently. Perhaps you remember, but this is, from my opinion, it's an arcadey baseball game. It's not simulation based, so it's not the most fine tuned. But to me, it, as someone who has played a lot of baseball and watches a lot of it, it's yeah. so fun to play because it reads and feels like the sport still in a more yeah. realistic fashion than I would have expected. Yeah. I com- I completely agree with that. And I think it's like, I think part of that is because baseball games um, feel fairly e- more, e- mm-hmm. more easy to simulate. Yeah. Um, but I think also it's a testament to like the simplification of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they do a really good job of like handling the timing of the ball off the bat. Yeah. And giving like, like making, I, I remember the base running being fairly intuitive. It's not bad. It's better than I thought. Okay. Which is always the trickiest part mm-hmm. of any baseball video game yeah. is making the base running make sense and making it so that the player is not always getting thrown out because they don't know what they're doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I always just remember like how clean it was to like hit with like pull hitters. Uh-huh. In the game, like yeah. like Bowser and King Boo and Petey Piranha, mm-hmm. oh always my god, Petey just felt like you could feel the ball go off Petey Piranha's little leaf hand. Yes, so he just swats it to deep right every time. Yeah. Just <laughs> exactly. unloads on that thing. That dude is always playing first or catcher in my lineup. He's good. Uh, there, he's a guy with an amazing barrel percentage. Yeah, unre- he, unreal. He's unbelievable. He, uh, well, yeah, so th- there's just, like, even though this game, you know, even when, like, you know, the, the pitching, the ball, there is no up or down. There's no, like, north or south plane. It's all left or yeah. right, and then it's speed-based. But that's, it. it does allow for a lot of fun and a lot of batted balls, but... It is kind of fun to like try to carve up the other team like any baseball game. Just like you still are playing a little bit of cat and mouse with where you stand on the rubber, whether you're throwing a charge pitch or a special or like are you going to try to fool them with a change up and just throw off their timing? Uh, oh, yeah, Walui- Waluigi's change up. Just that throwing that whatever dirty stuff he's putting on that to get that extra movement. I don't want to, I don't think they're not doing glove and hat checks in the Mar in the Mushroom Kingdom, I'll tell you that. Yeah, they hadn't passed new sticky stuff regulations. That's for, <laughs> that's that's for sure. No, not at there's all. There's like well there's a part where it's like Waluigi's ball turns into like a shaking bomb or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> wait a second, hold on. Hold on a second. How did this pass regulations? That doesn't seem that feels like it was outlawed in nineteen twelve. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Um, <laughs> oh, it's weird. I wonder what incident um, forced baseball to have to put in a no bombs rule uh, during pitching. I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, it. I was just watching. You know, as I watch this video, I'm continually reminded of um, some of the 
just the baseball aspects that are really fun. Uh, like I saw someone just like roped, just totally smashed a pitch right at like a Goomba playing third base. And the Goomba, you know, of course, no, no hands, catches the ball, but like slides back like eight feet because the ball was yeah. hit so hard. Uh, yeah. That's another little flail of, excuse me, flair of personality that I really like in this one. Yeah, it's, it's terrific. And, and also just the, um, I, I love the mm-hmm. fielding abilities on the, on the players. I think that's one of the most fun things like Birdo sucking the ball. In yes, her nose yes. Is absolutely <laughs> unhinged to watch, but delightful. Too. It is. It's Yoshi, you were telling, you made a comment about Yoshi's tongue always got to be used. That is used here as well. Um, oh, a Kamek, the, the like yeah. magic Koopa. I love when they get the ball, they don't, they just field it with their wand and then they have to do this big wind up to throw. Yeah. I don't want to listen. I don't want to spoil anything, but oh, please. in one of our segments, Magic Koopa is a, is a main, is a main Ooh. part of one of the, one of the things we need to talk about. Oh, I love it. Um, well, you know, for me, Bernard, um, there isn't a ton more gameplay wise that I wanted to talk about. It is as much as it is, you know, simple and straightforward. It does allow for a lot of fun and the the nuance in the baseball, yeah. I guess, character is really there. And it's fun to – like you were talking about the way the ball comes off the bat. They did a great job of making the important aspects of it feel realistic to where it doesn't feel like – like I've played baseball games before and it's like that's not exact – it doesn't feel like – it's too far from reality as far as how the ball is moving or the way that the characters are reacting. This – they did a pretty great job and it's fun. Yeah. Um, so why so. don't if was there any other gameplay stuff you wanted to talk about or could we you know cut to you for your couple segments? Yeah, well let's go to let's go to the segments. Uh, and so this is these are a couple of things that I just jotted down that I just wanted your thoughts on. Yes. Um, and I and maybe and I'm sure you're going to have takes mm-hmm. on like what your per, what your personal. So I'll start oh, with totally. the big one. So I thought we could go through. This is how I remember my lineup being uh, when I used to play with friends. Uh, and this was like my ideal, if I can get this lineup as close to this as possible, I'm going to yeah. be in a good position. Like this so, is, you were picking players in exhibition mode or is this like a challenge mode? Like you've built this roster. I think this is like, this is like who I would want. In oh, okay. Ideally. Mode. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and so I would have, hold on. I did have to just change something that I noticed. Um, so I had, um, so I obviously had Yoshi batting lead off. Uh, oh, I'm playing of course. center field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's a no-brainer. The Mookie bets of the game. game. True, yes. Uh, the Mookie bets of the game. Um, just, you know, fastest player in the field. Incredible fielder. Great range. Uh, and then I had Mario batting second. Great. Which I was kind of messing with. He just, he, this, and I think this definitely is a lineup from 2006. <laughs> because I don't think Mario would bat second in today's Major League Baseball. I think Mario is probably batting like eighth or ninth. Sure, gotcha. Like they're are they're overvaluing maybe his contact a little bit or something like that. He is a double. He's a double hitter. Yes, he's not hitting. He's not hitting for power in that two slot. Mm-mm. Um, and but then now we get into like the true, uh, the true like three true outcomes players. We had D- so I and Mario at shortstop. By the way, then I had DK batting third, playing oh, right wow. field. Yeah, 
because um, he's got a cannon. Then I had Bowser playing first Ooh. to just put him out of the way. Yep. And, and Huge cleanup. target over there. Huge target. Just get it somewhere near him. Can we talk about um, his bat really quick? His bat yeah. is like this big metal thing with spikes on it. Like, I don't know if it's that's incredible. up to regulation, but I love that he's got it. It's incredible. And <laughs> imagine, like, what's so great about it is that when you have to pitch against him, it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, pitching against DK, you're kind of like, I just need to avoid this glove. Mm-hmm. Even though probably both of those guys in the games, like, ones and zeros, the size of their barrel is the exact yeah. same. Uh-huh. But it feels like when you're going up against Bowser, there is no way he's not hitting the home run. Yeah. He's also a big, scary dragon. He just he just seems like he <laughs> could just kick anyone's ass. You can't you um, can't stare down that guy and pretend like you don't feel different facing him. That's right. And anyone who plays Super Mario Bros. and says differently, they they're lying. They're a liar. Um, batting fifth, I had Petey Piranha and playing catcher. Oh man, that's a good fifth hitter right there. Yeah, <clears> if you <throat> can get him. Then I had sixth at second base. I had Luigi. Oh, okay, nice, great just, lefty bat. He is a great southpaw. He's yeah. really solid. Um, and then here, this is the one where, and obviously this is like an all-star lineup for me. But number seven, I had Maga Koopa or Mag- Magic Koopa. Oh, there we are. And I had him bat uh, at third base. Okay. Because of his wand, mm. and because of just being able to like snag anything that comes down that line. Any hot shots down there? Exactly. Uh, and then I had. Peach batting eighth, playing left field. Hell yeah. And as my kind of like relief pitcher closer. Oh, nice. And then obviously ninth and captain of my team. <laughs> oh, I know it's coming. Yeah, of course. Our starting pitcher, Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> What's so amazing is I was looking up the team names and Waluigi is my favorite Super Mario bro. And I was looking at his team names and his like his team name, if you have if you have players that are like most similar to him Mm -hmm. is the Waluigi smart Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that is not only absolutely hilarious, but it's great because it sounds like your name. Exactly. It's perfect. It's, it's the perfect Waluigi name because it is completely toothless and stupid. Yes. The smart (laughs) Alex. Gosh, it's like a fed up uncle talking to their nephew <laughs> who's been char- just chiming in too much at dinner yeah uh wow so, what so, a squad would you go through so that those again? are the squads yeah so we've got um one second da, 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 da. um yeah so we've got mario we got yoshi betting lead off then we got mario dk bowser pd piranha luigi magka koopa peach and waluigi stacked yeah, what, what do you loaded. think? Is there anyone missing from that for you, you know, that is like an essential player? You know, it's going to be blasphemy to you, but I like Daisy on the mound a lot. Um, mm. Love tossing Daisy in there. Uh, I would probably – I love, you know, Diddy Kong I love a lot, and I also love Monty Mole, so I might have them in oh. instead of Magic Koopa. Um, yeah. And I think, honestly, because it's just a mental thing, Using DK, but I would probably have someone else. I would probably have Wario, honestly. Uh, wow. Have like wow. Wario take that DK spot. Yeah, I know. It's brutal. That is a 
But he is an he is an empty stats player. I have to say, <laughs> I, you are so wrong for doing that. He is. Wario's Aramis Ramirez. No offense, Aramis Ramirez. You were great. That's that's not unfair to use any major league player. Get, getting rid of Wario. DK and replacing him with Wario is like replacing Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson. It's like <laughs> Wario is eighty percent of what DK gives you. But hey, at the co- at the contract you got Wario on, it's a it's yeah, a it's, great it's deal worth for us. It. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's five years younger than DK. Uh, yeah, I love the. I mean, there's so many fun players to choose from, and like I said, sometimes. The limitations of having to build your roster, especially in like an exhibition against a friend with uh, players you might not use or you got to get creative with that, that adds a whole layer to it. Speak, speaking of which, I we haven't – there's a detail that's key to this game we haven't included yet. And the way you actually recruit players as you play against their teams, I mean, yeah, you want to, you want to win, but the real reward is the challenges that come up in the middle of the game. Um mm-hmm. Depending on the, I think the quality of the player um, when you're facing them, whether it's pitching against them or hitting against them in a in a matchup, um, again in challenge mode, is uh, there will be like let's say you're facing a uh, Koopa and you're pitching against Koopa, a little challenge flag will come up and say strike him out uh, or get him out, don't let him get a hit, basically. Yeah. And if you can accomplish that in this at bat. You fill that challenge flag. It's just a little icon, and you can recruit Koopa with with Mario or like a more of a more important player like Mario, a Peach, a DK, who what have you. Um, there's more of those that you have to do, and so you have to fill like three for Mario in one game. Yeah, um, and they're more challenging. Like uh, get all three, like get out of this inning in three batters, which. You could get three outs, or yesterday I was doing it, and I was really hoping for a double play because the first guy got a hit, and I didn't do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed it up. Um, devastating. Devastating. Or or get a hit will pop up as one oftentimes. So anyway, I just want to be sure we included that challenge mode it's, portion because it's how you recruit players. It's great. And I think the any time that they have the character unlocks mm-hmm. – in their sports games makes the game so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Like I prefer it when they don't have all the characters available to you right away. And I th- like, in, I think they might have them all available in exhibition. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, definitely in super sluggers, I think you have to unlock players for mm. exhibition. Maybe I, I might be wrong about that, but I love that when you're playing challenge mode, it's like, okay, like now I get to play with Koopa. If yeah, I want to. Now he's involved with my team. I like um, it's fun to have like an incentive to uh compete. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's not just like finish the level. Yes. It's like you're you're actively building totally. building your and team on the way. It will cause you to replay matches because I'm like, well, I gotta recruit Yoshi or yeah. I gotta recruit uh Diddy, whoever it is. Um so th- thank you for letting me have my own segment between segments and you had a second <laughs> one didn't you yes so i have i have a couple here i have we can do these together we have i've underrated and overrated oh players. i love it so i think you kind of touched on one and an underrated player which is monty mole yes it's like nobody wait, he's great he's so fast he's a pure contact hitter mm-hmm. he just doesn't strike out and good listen good things happen when you put the ball in play um <laughs> that's true my underrated players here's a weird one 
Uh, Red Dry Bones. Red Dry Bones? <laughs> yeah. I, I got to hear this. He is absolutely the Jeremy Giambi or the Scott Hatterberg <laughs> of this thing. Like, I think Red Dry Bones, he's, listen, he comes from the Bowser boot camp. Yes. So he, of course. He, that infrastructure is strong. You know, that is, like, say what you will, Bowser's got culture in his team. Of course. And I think Red Drybones, and I won't look at the stats just in case I'm wrong, but I believe Red Drybones <laughs> has the most power out of any of the dry bro- any of the oh. dry bones. And he just has that intimidation factor. And I remember hitting home runs with him. Um, and I would put on there as well uh, in the same conversation with him as Hammer Bro is also oh. a very underrated power hitter. Hammer Bro for sure. I've definitely gotten lit up by Hammer Bro. When I've been on the mound, and <laughs> just when you're like, "Oh, is could he be?" and then that happens. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a literal hammer. Do you have do you um, have an underrated or an overrated you know, player? You're gonna you're gonna hate it, but I'll just go with Donkey Kong as my overrated player. And it again, I I can also fully acknowledge that this oh, is like goodness. me just not knowing how to utilize my player to the best of his abilities. I'm not putting him in positions to succeed. Um, but that'll, ju- I'll go with that for my answer. And, um, you know, it's funny. I'm looking cause Bowser Jr.'s in this game and I don't even know what Bowser Jr.'s good at. He's, I would assume he's maybe a little bit of a power hitter. In fact, I'm looking at his stats now. Looks like he's an eight out of 10 on the bat. So he's pretty good. But, uh, yeah. Um, who else is? He's a he's honestly the Jeremy Giambi. He's a lot. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I, I, I listen. I don't want to derail the podcast. I fucking hate Bowser Jr. I fucking hate him. I don't like him. Every mm-hmm. time I go up against him in anything, no, I he feel like he's has. done Let's something to me personally. Like, well, it's his attitude. Yep. It's this little mask that he wears. Yeah, too. it's all I show. Just, just Bowser Jr. Just wearing so that mask is theater. We know. Ugh, I, I'm. St- I don't care if this is <laughs> He's a piece of shit. I oh, Alex got a letter in the mail from comment. Bowser Jr. and Associates. You <laughs> oh know what? God, I've got. It's, it's I've got a underrated. Um, and and I say this because okay. I have I've been forced as someone who's a boring person who chooses the Mario and Luigi team often to start off from because they're balanced. I yeah really like uh the red. I mean, they call him the red Pianta, but it's pink. The pink Pianta is adding a little oomph to that lineup. Um, I always felt like there was a little extra power there. Um, like that I'm seeing a 7 out of 10 yeah. on the hit scale here. Pretty, I mean, 1 out of 10 on running. So you better like hit hit a gap with that ball or just away enough, far enough away from a player yeah. to where they're not going to throw you out. But yeah, red Pianta, especially for early in the game, is my, one of mine. I think that's a good one. I think that's a good one. Um, that's Piantas are just. I just don't I just, know how to hit with them. Sorry, I'm just getting flashbacks <laughs> to striking out. Using with a tree trunk every is a time bat. I play. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh, please. Um, all right, here I'll give you an overrated. Give an overrated. Uh-huh. Let's see. Let's look <laughs> at him because I know he's got a. He, I always assumed he has a good bat. He has a good stance. I think the stance is. What always throws me off because he looks like Pujols sort of, so I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. But yeah, you know, yeah. aside from hitting, 
He does he he's an eight out of ten on the bat, but he is no more than a four on anything else, and that's not great. I think that's really good overrated. Yeah, it's he and I also just I think part of the tricky thing part of one of the tricky things about this game is understanding where to hit the ball and how yeah. to move your character mm-hmm. to hit the ball. Um and so I think part of that is just like and part of why I like DK is I can really understand it needs to be right in the center of his fist. Yeah. And for Wario, it's like this He's like the size of Jose Altuve, but <laughs> with the body of Prince Fielder. Yeah. <laughs> and he, Dangerous combo on that frame. Which you think would be a good combo, but for whatever reason, I, it just doesn't work with my brain. Yeah, um, yeah so he, he's my overrated player. And just because like what we said okay. earlier, where I think I can get, like look at, if you look at any other of the power hitters, like you said, they all have a second ability that's decent. Mm-hmm. And Wario doesn't have that. Uh, what a, what a, you know, you've really opened my eyes. Um, can't believe I said I would replace Donkey Kong with Wario. I feel like a bit of a fraud now. It's okay. I feel like I don't know the game. It's up, listen, it's okay. Baseball is, you're catching up to where baseball is now. Yeah, I'm sort of an old school, old head, aren't <laughs> that's, I? That's coming right. Into this. That's right. You, th- you somehow, for some reason, you think Babe Ruth is, is better than CJ Crown. Or Colt <laughs> you somehow. Well, proved- well, I. You know what? That's a more nuanced conversation than I, th- <laughs> than I think. That I think. I think I would. I think I'll stick with Ru- Babe Ruth in that one. As much as like it would be hilarious to drop him in today's game and just see what would happen with yeah. him up to bat. It's bad? an eras thing. Uh, <laughs> that is really funny though. CJ Crone getting a lot of love on this episode. Uh, who knew? Um, I like I like the old. There was old versions of MLB the Show. I don't know if they still do it, where they would have a legends team, and yes. it would be like you would have like um like you know like I don't know Barry Bonds. You'd have Ken Griffey Jr. on it, mm-hmm. and then you'd also have Babe Ruth on it. Yeah, and it would be it would just like it was similar to like playing like two K, where you'd have yeah. like Bob Cousy going up yes. against like Scotty Pippen. And it's like, oh my god, yeah. Bob Cousy just, just like schooled Scotty Pippen. It's like I'm not sure yeah. this game is. I'm not sure. I we, don't know. We're accurate here. Truly, uh, especially man, basketball too. When you can just run someone up and down a court, that would I feel like basketball and football might be even worse than baseball as far as like the disparity between the yeah. like how much we have evolved in that sport. Yeah, the strength and the, the speed and the athletic ability. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a funny to even think about, like, all the old head basketball announcers who, you know, still don't believe in the three-point shot and would just get probably annihilated by most teams, including, like, the Warriors, especially yeah. the Warriors now. Just nuts. But it's, it's funny from a video game perspective because you can't, as the, as the creator of the game, you can't be like... Uh, you can't have like the 1960 Celtics going up against the 96 Bulls and be like, well, the, the Celtics fucking, would fucking suck. Like they'd yeah. be terrible. <laughs> so we rated them as 55 overall out of 100 and the Bulls would yeah. kill them. Like you can't, yeah. you can't just like make that claim. You have to be like, oh, uh, well, those 60 Celtics teams are, are obviously legendary. So they're equal to the Bulls. Yeah. You just up those uh, attributes a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
Gosh, that is <laughs> that is funny. I would love to see someone fighting for that, though, just to see <laughs> that get shot down. Um, Alex, Bernard, um, is there anything else about this game that we haven't mentioned today that you'd be remiss if we didn't? Yeah, I think I do need to mention just like what, how I like, forgot to mention like just how I played the game, like how, like how I kept yeah. I kept it playable was my, um, my best friend from home, Jake and I would, Jake. shout out to Jake, um, Colorado boy, um, Ooh. he and I would keep a, we did the same thing with Wii Baseball actually, we had a sheet of paper and we would keep track of two things. We would keep track of home runs, so mm-hmm. who hit a home run, and would keep track of wins. And so we somewhere in my house, there's these sheets of paper that have like uh, 45 tallies next to Bowser's <laughs> name, and like 13 tallies next to like Koopa Troopa or Hammer Bro, yeah. and then it has like our wins and losses against each other. Wow. And so it kept it it kept the game like we talked about like wanting to have like some sort of like a season or something. It kept the game really fresh cuz yeah. you were just playing this like season basically. Yeah. And every single time DK had a home run, you would be like, "Oh, that moves him two behind Bowser." Yeah. Uh, for home runs or like all of a sudden somebody would hit like three home runs in a game and it would completely change the home run race. Yes. So that it's was such like a fun. Yeah. It that I love hearing that. I feel like that's a little we got into a little bit of that stuff even on our backyard baseball episode of like our own ways of or like our own headcanon almost of like yeah. how your season is going. And that's the type of nerdy stuff that I know Eddie and I talked about a lot, but we found out that we were like, Oh my gosh, Alex likes this stuff too. Yeah. Uh just making it even more fun for ourselves. So that I, I love hearing that. Do we where did you guys would you play this at your place? Would you go to his? I think we would sometimes play it at his, but it was mostly at my place where we would just gotcha. uh, sit and get it, roll up a couple chairs and, in my basement and we would get really close to the TV and we'd have, <laughs> we'd have like cans of Diet Coke or something. Oh, yeah. And just play like hours of nine inning Mario baseball. Wow. It was great. That- it's it. It really makes you just like get it, like love the game mm-hmm. in such a simple, fun way. This uh, I like baseball games too. Um, I haven't I haven't done much streaming at all this year. I did a little in January, but I love baseball games to stream because there's so much time for chatting and enjoying yourself. But then, like when the play happens, you're really in it for like eight seconds, and it's over. Yeah. But there's also so much to react to. And I streamed this game and it was one of the most fun times I've ever had streaming. Um, just because – also it, because of the Mario personality. Because there's like – you're reacting to, I don't know, like Waluigi taking like Mario deep and it totally upending the game. Yeah. And, and it's just what misery that causes for the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, yeah. It's a blast. Um uh, was that that all you had to share about you know you and your friend Jake playing? Yeah, that, that was the big. Okay, thing. that was the big. Thing. Cool. I definitely played this a little bit growing up. I'm pretty sure Eddie had it, um, which is how I was familiar. But I never owned it until last year. I, it was one of my mm-hmm. uh, occasional eBay purchases, and I don't know honestly how I never had this game. It's like I spent a bunch of hours with it earlier this year, and maybe it was actually early, like late last year. But it's like going to be one that I revisit. 
every baseball season. There's a handful of these. All the ones we talked about yeah. on the last series, the Call Me By Your Ball Game series in 2020. And I think all of them, unless I do one that I've never played, which I could um, this year, but it's it's a blast too. Um, well, let me, can I ask you a question real fast before we go? I would love that. This is kind yeah, of a please. big, this is kind of a big question, but I oh, think, man. I think people would want to hear your answer to this. <gasps> okay. Do you, do you have a favorite Mario sports game? I, I could figure this out. I'm not going to count the cart series. No, I don't I'll, think that's fair to count the cart series. I think yeah. it's too, it's not quite a sports game and it's such its own thing. How about this? So I'll name my favorite. I'll name a few. My favorite. Gosh, this is hard because they're so good. Um, yeah. I. This might. This one I've spent the least amount of time with on my favorites, but this might be my favorite, honestly, because it's baseball. And because yeah. it's good. I love. Yeah. I, I love it. The controls are great. It's it's fantastic. I also spent a ton of time with Mario, Mario Golf on the N sixty four. I love that. Mm. The Mario Golf and Tennis games on the Game Boy Color are not just the Mario Sports series, but they're RPGs where you can go through a whole story mode as this just new kid to the sport who becomes like the greatest in the world. That's cool. Those are cool for that reason. But I think, you know, having not spent enough time with this game to fully crown it, my favorite Mario Sports game is Mario Tennis on the Nintendo 64. Wow. Wow. I, I love it. I've actually, and a, a tennis is a sport I have only played a handful of times. I'm not good at, but I played the crap out of Mario Tennis on the 64 mm-hmm. growing up, and it's on the Nintendo Switch Online uh, N64 library now. Yes, I've played Maybe it. Maybe it has been. Yeah. It's so good. And I uh, have been booting that up occasionally at night just to see if I still got it. Uh, and my friend, I, I don't, I'm not quite back to my peak, like win the star cup all the way through and like power up your mm-hmm. character and then go through it again. But I, I feel pretty adequate and it's funny, all the nuances that come back, yeah. uh, that I remember kind of like, I mean, like playing any sport, but yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Do you have a favorite? Um, oof. I, I, I mean, it's just as equally tough for me. I, think i think for me it's between no i think it's just got to be super sluggers i think oh, for the Wii. Wii. yeah because i think it took it took what was so great about this first one yeah and which is which is great which is like basically a perfect game and uh-huh. it expanded the roster and it expanded the amount of stadiums you could play in Oh my gosh. And I think it just deepened what was already like a really great experience. Like it made it like so that you're, you could have a lot more different, a lot of different lineups. Um, I think also up there as a shout out is like the original Super Strikers. Yes. Is like when that came out, it was just like, I can't believe this exists. I can't believe they made it so that you would. You could violently tackle somebody into an electric so much flare in that game. Yeah, it is constant movement, constant battle. And then I also got really into the new Mario Tennis for the Switch. Oh yeah, and got fairly good at it. But okay. the the agony of playing online in that game when you're oh. losing is so it's so debilitating. 
Oh no. That I think I think I have to <laughs> it's just like, oh dear God. Um I cannot stop this man. Um and so I think I think for me it's super sluggers. And I think okay. if All if right. super sluggers didn't exist, it would probably be the original baseball that we just talked okay. about. I gosh, you, you said in the time you started talking about it, I've already Googled or gone into eBay and looked up a a Wii copy that's available with the manual that just in brand new listing. I might have to buy this. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should. I think so. Then you'll benefit from that coming over and playing it. That's right. I think you should buy it. I think you need <laughs> oh, to buy it. I thought it. you might say that, Bernard. Um, uh, like, well, <laughs> that's what this whole that's what this has all been about. Truly. <laughs> it's just like naming games that you you don't have and being like, wow, you should really. Oh, Connor, really so you that. also don't have Strikers. Maybe you should get that for the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and the Switch. Gosh. Uh, well,. Alex, Bernard, thanks again for joining me for, uh, you know, coming back, you know, back out of the bullpen. I, you know, you closed out the game for us uh, for the first Call Me By Your Ball game episode of the summer of 2022. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for being here, buddy. This was a blast having you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm always happy to come on, talk Mario, talk baseball. This is this is great, man. I, I'm, I'm so happy having you Of on. course. Uh, and when you're back, uh, we'll have to, some point this summer, go see, catch a Dodgers game uh, as we as we do, uh, as is tradition for us. I think the only year we skipped was 2020. Um, uh, but people yeah. went, could you, go, you couldn't even go to games in 2020 until like the playoffs, and that was because it was in Texas, I think. Yeah, that's right. Because didn't they did they play everything in bubbles? They did. Yeah, it was like it was like the coat, like the West, Central, and East bubbles. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, that was a good time. Uh, Those were good. Oh, times. remember that? How fun that was! Not seeing oh, anybody. Remember early pandemic? God, oh, man, I'm nostalgic man. about like the first few hours of it, where it's like I could play video games all year, and then I was like, this is depressing. Uh, <laughs> well, again, so much fun having you. Um, is there yeah. anything you want to uh, plug or anything people should look out for, um, Bernard related? Uh, I don't think there's much going on right now, um, and I'm not sure what what use this would be. But uh, at some point in the next few months, we'll have finished editing the short film that we that we made. You and and uh, me and David Danella the show and. Anna Baumgarten, uh, and our wonderful DP Sev, and all of those people who were in our cast, Jeremy Colley oh, and Angela Giordana, oh my gosh. Um, who are, of course, critical to to the making of it and all of our crew. So, um, yeah, so we're going to be, we have to edit that and, and get that all sorted out, but then hopefully that will be out in the world at some point. Will they, can people um, find this on like your social media? Should I just put a link in a few, like, you know, down the road once it's there? Yeah, I mean, you can you can just link my my okay, Twitter cool. for now or my Instagram. Um, nothing is getting released in the next cool. few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, there's like gonna be there's gonna be one person who listens to this podcast and just leaves a note next to their calendar. Yeah. That's like, watch out for Alex Bernard Short. And to you, listener, we say thank you. We appreciate thank your dedication. You. Well, cool. I'll link your Twitter then. Absolutely. Yeah, but other than that, no, nothing. Just. Just out here relaxing, my man. Awesome. Playing a little super mega baseball three. Oh, my guy. Well, um, wonderful. Uh, Bernard, I'll go ahead and just uh, just close this out uh, with some plugs of my own for the show and the network. Uh, Hell yeah. The show art for Call Me By Your Game. And if you're listening to the show, take a look at the art in your podcast app. It's gorgeous, isn't it? That is done by the artist 
Glenn J. You can find Glenn and his other wonderful work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. Uh, the show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show that is on the road to episode 200. I recently just guested on episode 196. Um, of the 10 episodes leading up to 200 are uh, top 10 lists as we did leading up to episode 100. And Jeremy and I did an episode on our top 10 top 10 lists it is uh some freak stuff there but it was a blast so we went for two hours and 15 minutes uh it's, it's insane um but check that out um you can also check me out on uh social media connor underscore mccabe and then also uh if you uh, uh again check us out on patreon we have a bunch of wonderful video game content there if you like me you like hearing me talk about video games and sharing my opinion and talking to other people um I encourage you to check us out again at patreon.com slash super NPC radio where next week, again, we've got the uh, co-op episode all on portal two coming out at the $10 DJ toad tier. We have just finished our metal gear solid games club. And in the fall, we'll be doing our donkey Kong games club at that same tier. Um, but I'll go ahead and shout out some patrons on our way out, our entire Patreon. Uh, so here we go. Uh, shout out to Aaron, Burnt Pop Tarts, Garrett Morlang, Eddie Martin, David Danella, speaking of, speak of the devil, Derek Fushino, Nick Sahoya, Darren Lau, Nathan Edwards, Gabe Valdez, Benjamin Hall, Jonathan Thompson, Wheeler, Tyler Dather, Mauricio Diosis, and Goblin Bomber. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game and the first of the summer 2022 Call Me By Your Ball Game series. We will have three more to come unannounced, but expect them at the end of each month. Um, that'll do it for this one, and I will see you on the next one. Let's, or let's play two. That was, uh, who was that who said that? Eddie, who's that Cubs player? Nah, this is a good way to end it. <laughs>